The following is a Black Static and Swerve production. You've found Don't Worry Wednesday, where Ryan and Joe share insight, perspective, and information on issues that real folks are dealing with every day. Here is a specific question that Ryan and Joe answered on a recent full episode of Don't Worry Wednesday. Joe, what was that latest question? Hey everyone, the concern we are handling in this segment comes from Akil, and it reads, So I've been moving on with my life, but I woke up to a couple of friends distrusting me. They asked my help to find a person since I was close to her last night and she was missing. But it kind of caught me off guard to know that her secret was told to a stranger. So there I was, being a prime suspect. It showed me how little they trusted me. It's resolved now, but it kind of saddens me to know how little I meant to them. I was asked for help only to get accused later. Just as a reminder, we are not professional therapists and our content is not a substitute for professional counseling. We're simply offering some friendly perspective and encouragement for you as you journey through these challenges. Now let's get to that topic posted by Akil. Yeah, so no, I think I, I think I get it. So that that's crazy. I mean, it it's almost like you were baited into it, it seems like. At least it can feel that way. Yeah. Um, you know, because sometimes sometimes people need somebody to point a figure at, and so they, you know, they will arrange the situation to kind of maneuver you into position so then uh you can be the person to take the blame for something i've had that happen to me before and that is no fun Mm. um i've also had uh situations you know like another thing where this this could be like they sincerely were asking for your help but then because of the way things transpired it just appears that you were responsible in some way for this outcome. And um, that can be hard to deal with too. Um, But it reminds me of some words I heard from, uh, it was a talk I heard about a guy named Mel Fisher. Have you guys ever heard of Mel Fisher before? He was a treasure hunter, uh, I think back in the 70s. The name sounds familiar to me. Yeah, he was a he was a treasure hunter. He was a treasure hunter in California, and then he moved to Florida. And he was did he, where did he hunt for his treasures? All over the off place, the coast. Of, yeah, but well, his big his coasts? big find was off the coast of Florida. Okay, that's um, where I've heard of him before. Okay, I I was pretty sure I heard of the name before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so his big find was the Senor the Nuestra Senora de Atosha. And it was the the biggest the the biggest treasure ship ever found right but it took him years and years and years i think 17 years it took him oh, yeah. of searching the ocean for this book er, for this book for this boat <laughs> for the book that he wrote <laughs> <clears throat> but there was a moment in time where everybody like he would find some stuff and then the government would take it or then competitors would come and try mm. and you know they they try and take his uh they try and take his stuff or knock like destroy his boats that he was using to search for stuff and so he'd have all all these challenges along the way this whole time and there was a quote from him 
as things were really, really bad and a lot of people were quitting on him. He had a lot of uh, friends and colleagues that just didn't trust him anymore. So they were leaving and saying, you know, this is just nuts. We're not doing this anymore. And um, he would say, he, he said to them, guys, as long as we know the truth, that's the most important thing that matters. And in this case, Akil, you know what happened here. You know your level of responsibility. You know that you are not the person, that, that their accusations are false. You, you know this. And, and as long as you know the truth, that's the, that's the first thing that matters. That's the main thing that matters. Everything else, it's, it's funny. The truth has a really, really strange way of coming to the surface. And sometimes it takes some time. But over time, the truth ends up coming out. I don't know if you've experienced that. I certainly have. And it's worked in my favor and it's worked against me both. Where I've been vindicated by some truth that came out. It came, you know, everybody thought I was a problem in a certain situation. And then eventually the truth comes out. And I find out, oh, it wasn't his fault. Okay, so we don't have to worry about it. That doesn't erase all the problems that happened while they thought I was the person responsible. <clears throat> but in the end, there is a bit of vindication there where, uh, you know, now I know that everybody knows that I didn't have a part in this. I've also had it work against me when I'm trying to hide something. I did something I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I try to hide it. I try to cover it up. I try to, you know, not tell people about it and all that kind of stuff. And then eventually the truth comes to the surface. And it's like, oh, no. Now everybody knows. Now everybody realizes that I'm the big turkey head. Everybody realizes I'm the one that put a battery in my mouth. <laughs> mm. yeah. and Akil says uh, continues I'm just disappointed they didn't ask first yeah instead of hey do you know who leaked instead it was why so it sounds like rather than asking you your take on it they automatically just went toward blaming you so they didn't they didn't want to get to the bottom of the story they just automatically made an assumption that you were the person who was at fault in whatever the the things that transpired. So, man, that's a tough situation. But like I said before, you know what happened. You know the truth. And there's a level of confidence that you can have. If you realize that their trust has no foundation, that it's just an empty story, the, the, the thing they're thinking that leads them to not trust you. <clears throat> then you can relax a little bit and you can say, hey, this is what happened. I don't know why you guys are blaming me for this. I don't know why you guys are all of a sudden coming at me. But, you know, I, I swear that this is the way it is. And I guess you can either believe it or not believe it. That's that's not up to me. 
it's never up to me to tell somebody what they should believe. People believe lies about me all the time. I have people close to me that believe lies about me all the time. There are people that have formed perceptions of me based upon some idea they made up in their head about me. Yeah. And and now that affects their whole perception of me, the people that I am close to, everything. It, It just precipitates out from there. And it's such a sad thing because they're basing such a big part of their perception on one lie that they invented. And at some point, you look at them and you just, I can't, I feel bad for them because their life could be so much better if they just would ask. (laughs) (laughs) is this true or they think about it logically go through the steps and look this how how did you get from that point to this i don't understand like what where did you get this idea from and i don't know it's just crazy so akil my thoughts are with you okay so they backed off but the one that leaked is still out there she popped back up so that's good okay good but so now, so it sounds like you have to, uh, you got to find the person who, uh, who's the real problem. So that's, that's not good. That, that person's still out there. There's still some, there's still some element of betrayal out there that you're not quite sure about. Um, but good luck with that. And Jeff posted, a man of integrity expects to be believed. And if not, he will let time prove him right. That. Yes, that's exactly it. So as long as you know the truth, you are standing on something that's true. And it sounds like they backed off. So that's good. So now maybe you can work together with them to find the actual problem. And crazy thing is, is like I said before, the truth has a funny way of finding its way to the surface. Sometimes in unexpected ways. That's true. It's it's really quite amazing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna let Ryan take over. Uh, so, but yeah, best all of luck through all this, Akil. I'm sorry. That's that's a really that's a tough tough one to crack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For sure. I think if it was me in that position, what I would do is two things. Um. Whenever something like this happens to me, I I realize I have two choices. I can try to fix it or I can just forget it. Those are my two things, you know. Um, a lot of times people come to me with different situations. Some things I'm part of, some things I'm not. And there are many times where I just have to go, well, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to just let that be as it is and move on. Um, because it's not going to be worth my time trying to figure that one out. Um, but sometimes, well, many times, um, <clears throat> if I'm involved or even if I'm not involved, there are many times people come to me about problems that I have nothing to do with, <laughs> but I get involved and wrapped into it. Um, sometimes I choose to act on it. And and by doing that, in this scenario, um, 
if I were you, I would just approach them and be like, hey, so um, I don't know like why you thought it was me, but uh, obviously it's not. So, you know, that kind of that kind of hurt my trust a little bit, you know, it kind of kind of felt like you guys don't trust me. Like, what's going on with that? Like, why did you guys think it was me? You know, um, talking about that stuff to their face um, and actually walking through it with them, not accusing them to make them feel bad, but more so just having a good conversation with them. Throw it off like it's something of the past that's funny. Um, like, wow, I can't believe you guys thought it was me. That's funny. No, uh, you know, obviously I didn't, I wasn't any part of that, but um, yeah, you know, taking it and taking that kind of attitude towards it um, can do something interesting. Um, it can change the way that they see you and increase their trust in you. Um, as weird as that sounds, if you if you are distrusted and then prove trustworthy, their trust increases for you more than if they never distrusted you in the first place. Because just like when you test something and you find the results, you learn a lot more than if you weren't testing anything at all. You know, um, if you if you are put through a test, you can grow, right? And if someone tests you to see if you're trustworthy, then they're looking to see if you are trustworthy. Or if they assume you're not trustworthy, and then they find out that they were wrong, it causes an internal mental shift that makes them go, oh, wow, I was wrong about that. This guy seems pretty cool. Like, And then they have a really high perception of you, believe it or not. Um, and I know I've done that to people, and I've been in that situation where other people have done that to me. Um, so... I think one of the best things you can do in this scenario is to gain their trust um, is already done. You've proven that you're not uh, the victim, but, um, or sorry, you're not the culprit. You've proven you're not the culprit. And that should increase their trust in you. Um, but bringing that issue up in a laughable way or a funny way or um, in a... Um, buddy buddy kind of way will will put that forward in their head and make them think about it and make them go yeah I was wrong I'm sorry we distrusted you they might not say it out loud but they'll think it in their head and that will increase their trust in you um, for a lot of a lot of different ways mm-hmm. um, for uh, Jeff I don't even speak French at all yay <laughs> <laughs> No, is that even French? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what language that is. I'm not sure um, either. I mean, yeah, I I haven't a clue. Uh, it's it's Russian. Russian. Oh, Except see, I would have known right if it was letters, Russian though. if all the letters were upside down and rotated 180 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> right. <laughs> see, you could have just done it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have oh. Russian characters on our keyboards. Oh, sure. That's true. <laughs> um, so anyhow, yeah. Um, for me, I, I, I either drop it. When something happens, if, if someone mistreats me, you know, I either drop it or turn it into something that's, that increases both party uh, members, both, both, mm-hmm. both teams, everybody. So like forget it or forge it. 
Forge it or forget it. You could say that. Forge it or forget it. Is it a matter you can you can use to forge your relationships to create a stronger um, relationship, stronger amount of trust in each other? If you can, then then take time to do that. If not, then just forget it. You know, it's like I'm not worried about it. That's in the past. It, you know, um, for a lot of things, that's kind of how I my attitude towards things. You said I kind I kind of became cold to them after that. Hmm. I guess I got defensive. Waking up to, I'm going to kill you. Wow. They know how much we meant for each other. So it saddens me to think I would hurt her. This is bad. My old self is kind of gaining influence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that would be, that would be, that would be terrible, right? Like, cause you really like this person and you love them, whatever. And then you have your friends who are accusing you of doing something terrible to them. Right. And, and that, that would make anybody defensive. That would make anybody go uh, a bit mad inside, get angry and and <clears throat> lash out or just be hurt or um, weakened or feel like, you know, the whole world's against them, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's totally relatable, man. Sure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with feeling those things. Th- th- those are real, honest, true feelings. And uh, that's that's good. But I think the question is, you know, what are you going to do with that? And how are you going to move on, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can you can pick your choice. Um, you can either just forget and forgive, and let that go, and just be like, "Oh well, they made a mistake. I was right. You know, I wouldn't do those type of things. They don't know me, <laughs> so whatever, <laughs> you know." Or you can take the second route and and forge it. You can use it to to forge a stronger friendship. Um, taking that moment to. Do your best to participate in helping them um, find the solution to all of this, and um, and rekindle your friendships with them. Um, it's never it's never good to be distrusted. But here's the thing: like, it could be that they distrusted you based on um, anything. Uh, you know, it could have been the way that they perceived you for a long time now, or it could have just been this scenario. You could ask them that. You could say to them, hey, so have you thought I was really like that, the kind of person that would do this? Or, or is it just like all of a sudden you thought maybe it was me and because of the circumstances? Because if you ask them that and they give you their honest opinion, then you know what will happen? Your mind will be able to easier let go of it. Because they might go, yeah, we kind of just like thought you were that kind of person, you know? <laughs> You'd be like, dude, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> and then then that will be that, you know? Or if they go, it was just the current circumstance. It just seemed to like everything added up that it could have been you. And then you'd be like, oh yeah, that's that's rough, you know? I, I would never do something like that. And they're like, and they'd be like, yeah, sorry, you know, or whatever. They they might get defensive too. Who knows? Um, because a lot of times when people realize they're wrong, they get defensive. Mm-hmm. So um, who knows how that circumstance will work out. But one of the best ways to get over it um, is to just bring it up and talk about it and have an honest, calm conversation about it. In order to have a calm conversation, don't start with the topic. (laughs) So if you ever want to talk about something that you need to kind of like, um, uh, that might be a bit uh, heartful or um, like a tender subject, you know, 
the best thing you can do is start with a completely different topic. And then at some point through the conversation, and there's a calm conversation, bring up the question um, and, and talk about that after you've set the tone of the, of the conversation uh, beforehand. You know, you don't want to approach someone and say, you did me wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to approach this conversation like, hey, how's it going? Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, did you did you watch any uh, cool animes lately? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I really like that one. Or no, I haven't had time to watch any either, man. It's been so busy. By the way, so like, what's up with the other day? Like, you thought I I was the person who like was, you know, doing all these terrible things. Like, what, what was going on with that? Like, I, I wouldn't do that. Did you think that for a long time or, you know, whatever. Leading into a conversation, how you approach a conversation is really important. Uh, so, um, because how you start the conversation sets the tone for the entire conversation most of the time. Um, so it's always important to have that kind of tactfulness. Um, yeah. You said, uh, I know they are desperate. I don't want to blame them. Yeah, that's fair. But part of me was smiling, looking down on them as if they felt guilty of accusing me. That's fair. I think we all have that internal, uh, <clears throat> that internal bout. We all do that uh, mm -hmm. from time that's to time. A good, yeah, that's completely normal. All the, all the feelings that you've gone through as a result of this are completely normal as, a, as natural responses to this type mm -hmm. of situation. I'm actually just impressed that you notice. I think a lot of people, they, they will have that, you know, like you said, um, they'll have that grin, that smile, that smirk, you know, like, hey, I'm better than these guys. I don't, I don't accuse people of being, being villains when they're not villains, like, or whatever, you know, people, people have that within them. Everybody does. Um, and I'm just glad that you realized and saw yourself doing it because that gives you the ability to change and correct yourself. Most people just go with it. And they're like, yeah, that's right. All these people are terrible and I'm better than them and they're stupid. Like I used to do that all the time. Mm. Um, but then I started to notice myself. And when I started to notice myself, I started to realize, hey, some of this is wrong and some of this is right. And I need to pick and choose. Um, so honestly, Akil, you're in a great position. And it's mm. awesome that you're noticing these things. We all experience those things mm. for sure. Yep. But like Ryan was getting at before, I think one of the main key things to remember is, you know, how do you move forward from this incident? And mm -hmm. like you just said here, Akil, so I kind of agreed to help them, but want to walk away after it's truly resolved. That that would be a fine thing to do as well. Mm -hmm. um, and but who yeah. knows, maybe maybe going through this experience will strengthen a bond between you as friends. You know, sometimes that's what brings friendships closer together is when there's some kind of a conflict that then you can resolve. And it actually, like Ryan was talking about earlier, it can lead to a higher level of trust, what came from distrust. And then they realize, oh, I was wrong for distrusting you. Now my trust in you is actually stronger than it ever has been. Mm -hmm. And right. if you can go through this situation as you move forward, it's for, don't ever forget. It might take some time to do this, Akil, but don't forget that the pathway for your healing of this situation is to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that. 
So, I mean, I, I know it might be hard to do now. And yes, it might be just happened, but. Well, all this is fresh and it's still going on and everything. But eventually, in order for you to heal and move forward and, and you know, to relieve yourself of all this and to be free of it, it's going to be, it's going to require you to forgive them. So mm -hmm. the sooner you can work toward that, the better these things are all going to go. And if you can work toward it while you're going through this situation with them, then it might actually strengthen the bond. You might have some really powerful allies as a result of this situation. Yeah, that's true. If I think the first step in getting forward, going forward and through this is if you just approach this with a sense of forgiveness, be like, oh, well, they were wrong. And that's that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And I don't mm -hmm. hate them. I'm just, you know, that's unfortunate. They guessed wrong, you know, mm -hmm. and that it happened to be me. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's over now. Now they know it wasn't me. So now uh, that's clear. We're in the clear. Like, um, there's no reason to continue to despise them or dislike them or distrust them just because they accused you, you know, now that they know the truth, everything's solved in that area. Um, so I think forgiveness is a first step forward in order to have an honest conversation with them. Because, mm -hmm. or at least an honest conversation, if you're not yet, if you haven't yet forgiven them, the honest conversation with them will help you in your forgiveness of them and their forgiveness of you. Yes. Um, or honestly, yes. their forgiveness of themselves. For um, So if you haven't forgiven them, forgiven them already, have a conversation with them and talk it out. And then you'll probably be a lot, uh, it'll probably be a lot easier for you to forgive them. And then once you've forgiven, everything just moves forward. Because here's the thing. The act of forgiveness is to destroy a debt, a debt owed, right? Mm -hmm. So if someone wrongs you, if they, for example, if I took your money, then I would have to give that money back to you to make up for it. I'd probably have to give more than I took <laughs> to make up for it. Um, yeah, so, you would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would give me my money. <laughs> now. Give my money 18%. That's right. 18% or higher. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, but, and so when it comes to something like this, they wronged you. They accused you of something you didn't do. So now they owe you what? The opposite of that. They owe you the, they owe you trust, you could say. It, I don't know. But it's something that you forgive. If you forgive them, then you no longer care what they pay you back. Because they're probably not going to pay you back anyways. But maybe they will. But if you forgive that, they don't have to concern themselves over what am I going to pay him back with, you know? How, how can I undo my wrong? So that's the problem is you can't undo a wrong. You can't, you can't, it's just not a thing. It's impossible. Right. You can't undo a wrong. It's happened. Mm -hmm. But if you forgive someone, then the person who forgave them no longer cares about the wrong. And that allows you to move forward. So um, in this scenario, if, if they accuse you of doing wrong and you just pass it off and you say, well, it doesn't matter. They did wrong, but you know, I'm not going to hold it against them. Um, and I'm just going to let everybody live their lives and hopefully be happy. Um, then you're no longer, uh, frustrated over the issue. You're no, you're no longer frustrated over the issue and they no longer have to, uh, be frustrated. 
with themselves over the issue. So um, forgiveness is super crucial in, the, in this type of scenario. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm just worried how some things could wake the other me up. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think you're doing a great job because you're, you're conscious of your wrongs and your rights. You're conscious mm-hmm. of your thought patterns yeah. and why you're doing certain things and why you're or not doing certain things. Um, you're conscious, conscious of your emotions and your reasoning and all that kind of stuff. And so if you just keep that up and always do your best to choose the right option, um, you know, uh, I don't think you have to worry too much about that sort of thing. Um, sure. Like Ryan said, the very fact that you're reflecting on these things, on your own responses and mm-hmm. your actions and and how these types of things tend to make you move in the direction of a negative response, just the very fact that you're reflecting on all these things is a huge step ahead of most of the rest of the world of people. Most sure. people are just loose cannons, man. I tell you, you know, I'm out there among other people all day long and most people are just react to stuff that happens around them. They don't even think about it. They don't think about their own responses. They don't think about, um, you know, oh, this is making me respond this way. I should check myself here. Right. You know, no, people normally don't think that way. And, and, and it causes a lot of hurt in the world. I mean, you're kind of a victim of that right now because your friend, rather than thinking about, oh, I'm feeling tense about this situation. I should think through this. Instead, they just came out guns ablaze and like, whoa, I'm going to kill you. Like that, that's how most of the world is. They don't, they don't think (laughs) about their response. They don't think about how they're going through things. They don't process this. And, and the very fact that you're doing it, Mm-hmm. Like Ryan said, that that puts you at such a higher level of introspection that you will you will be able to keep yourself in check for a lot longer, and you'll be able to think logically through things calmly and make better decisions the more you do that. So I would I would encourage you to continue that. Now, there does come a point, I don't think we're to this point yet, but there does come a point when you spend too much time thinking and then not acting. Mm, Because we can can fall into that trap where we're just deliberating and thinking about it and thinking (laughs) about it and thinking about it and never taking any action. That that can happen too. But I don't think you're to that point. Um, I don't know if in your situation you can afford to get to that point. I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah. yeah. You said... uh, you're worried that you're not fast enough to hesitate. Mm. Um, or you, you said, that's why I'm worried. Uh, I'm not fast enough to hesitate. Now, that's something that is something that you'll improve at. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you continue yes. to reflect on your thoughts, the faster. And, and here's the thing. When you reflect on a thought or your internal thoughts or your internal emotions and you reflect on it, even if it's, even if the scenario is completely done with, right? And you've already messed up or you've already done the right thing, whatever it is, right? You think about your thoughts and then you take an action after that. That action creates a subconscious habit to how you'll respond later. So um, if someone like, okay, I'm just going to throw an example out here. If someone calls me stupid, right? 
I might have a really fast reaction or maybe I'll hesitate. I can't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll hesitate, but maybe I'll just have a really, I'll just have a reaction, right? Okay, here's the thing. If in the past someone called me stupid and then I hesitated or reacted late, whatever, and chose the right option, I've created a habit so that now anytime someone calls me stupid, my first reaction is the one I want. So every time you you have these internal thoughts, you're creating habits. You're creating uh, you're creating who you are. You're creating these habits of how you react. So if someone calls me stupid, I just instantly react a certain way. If someone approaches me uh, really like looking kind of dangerous, I just have an instant reaction based on the tra- habits I've trained in myself. It's not that I take time to hesitate. It's that I took time to hesitate sometimes in the past. Mm. It's not that, it's not that, or, or it's not that um, when someone insults me or something bad happens that I took time to hesitate every time. It's that I thought about it after it happened a few times. And those thoughts helped to program a habit of how I'm going to react in the, react in the future. So what you're doing now is you're taking the time to think about yourself and say, this is what I don't want to become. This is what I do want to become. Now in the future, um, when something happens to you, your first reaction eventually become the person doing the, your first reaction will be the reaction that you want. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I've had people, when, when I was working the same job that Joe has now, I had people approach me in the field and be really, really hostile, right? Mm-hmm. And then my natural reaction was to stay calm and to talk it out with them and to um, just kind of help them be calm um, instead of fighting back or erupting or getting scared and running away or whatever. Any of those things could have happened. But I know that, that my reaction to them as being calm was something that I programmed in myself by thinking about how should I react about um, when things did erupt in my life before and I reacted bad, but then thought about it later and said, oh, I shouldn't have done that. My natural reaction was actually created by my thought patterns after my bad reactions a lot of the times in the past. So, um, so if you, even if you don't hesitate every single time a bad thing happens, if you reflect on it, you're going to be creating habits for the future so that when you're, you're, so that your first reaction to something is a good reaction um, mm. as opposed to a bad reaction. I, it was, I, was, I was struggling trying to figure out how to say that, but um, I think you get what I'm saying. I hope you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, well, and some of the, some of the stuff that you're going to learn at, at your best first reactions and stuff like that, some of that you're going to learn through trial and error, mm-hmm. you know, Sometimes you're just going to have to try it a certain way, see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, then you say, well, let's try it a different way next time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess the the joy, the, the beauty of the profession that Ryan had, the one that I have as a property inspector, is you get faced with a lot of situations like that. So you have many opportunities to try many different yeah. responses. Yeah. You you have 
opportunity so you can try a whole bunch of things really quickly and see what works and what doesn't work and, and figure that out. Um, but I just I just read this um, the other day. Oh, I hope so. I pulled the trigger often lately, getting used to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> this, this is an analogy for business, but um, I was just reading this business author and uh, he says, you, you'll learn more and earn more by acting on fast decisions. So make your decisions quickly and act on it. Even if you fail, then you will ever get the, then you ever will by getting sucked into the hole of overthinking. So if you, so if, if you get trapped in the overthinking, then you're not going to have as much feedback in order to, um, in order to, uh, figure out what the right way to go is. We've heard different, uh, different personalities. Haley mentioned, can it depend on what kind of mental state you're in at the time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. can depend on that. And it can depend on what kind of personality you are as well. Um, some personality types, um, my natural one, if you were to, if you were, you, you talked about pulling the trigger, so let's use firing a weapon. Um, my natural tendency is to go ready, aim, 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 and just continue to aim. <laughs> And never fire, just aim, right? Some people are like uh, this, like this analogy that I just read the other day when he was in artillery. We did a test fire. So we fired the weapon to see where it was going to go. And then we fired it again to adjust it. And then as soon as we figured out the right target, we just fired over and over and over and over and over again. So like, so in order to aim, they fired just mm -hmm. specifically to aim, right? So, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> ready, that, fire. <laughs> fire. Aim. And then, aim. Fire. Aim. <laughs> fire. Fire, 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 fire. Yes. So, yeah. Th there is value in taking some time to think through a situation. But sometimes, like in this, in this case, it sounds to me like you were just presented with this choice immediately. You had to make a quick decision and decide, boom, how am I going to react to this? And like Ryan said, a lot of times your first reaction is going to be your net. That's your natural one. You just automatically boom. And, and you can change that over time, but it takes exactly what you're doing now, Akil, which is reflecting on the situation. You're looking back on it and saying, hmm, okay, how can this be handled differently next time? Did I handle it as good as it could have been handled? Maybe you did. With the, with the events that transpired, there may have been no other way you possibly could have handled it. And now that you, now that this portion of it is over, you can look back and you can say, all right, mm -hmm. now you can do the adjust fire where you're the aiming fire, you know, <laughs> and get through that. But, you know, th there's a lot of value in taking action. And sometimes you, um, you need to, I, I know that I look up to people that are the action takers. Mm -hmm. um, I work really, really hard, but I, I'm not always the first to take action on things. And I always admire people who are willing to just, let's try it. Let's go and try it. I, mm -hmm. Hey, whatever. I've got, I've got a little bit of information. Let's just go. 
as opposed to my natural tendency, which is, you know, well, let's read about it and figure it out and think about it and delay and delay and delay and analyze and stuff. And then six months later, I'm still thinking about it. it we don't always have that luxury. And yeah. sounds to me like I, I, I have to extend congratulations to you, Akil, because you've you've moved through a situation and you've gotten feedback and you're taking a look at it. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost like graduating to a new level because you went through this experience. You you went through it, you handled it, and now you're looking back and saying, hmm, th this is all personal growth. Mm -hmm. And the very fact that you're doing it tells me a little bit of something about the man that you are becoming. And it sounds like it's going to be a man of incredible stature, a very respectable person. So mm -hmm. I applaud you, Akil. And, you know, I really thank you for sharing. Hopefully some of our discussions has, has helped. But uh, Ryan, do you have anything else to, to kind of tie this all together? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I really like what you said about uh, the, um, you know, the, the business principle. There are many successful business people that their plan is is basically just do something. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. go go try something and mess it up. Try something and mess it up and try something and mess it up. And eventually something will work. Um, now, of course, it's important to be able to try something, mess it up and analyze, and then try something again based on that. That's really the best principle you have. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so like if you if you are worried about um you know reacting too fast um you learn from those reactions i remember i got uh i encountered uh again in this in this field that uh, joe was working in and i was used to work in um dealing with dogs mm -hmm. uh, i remember i remember getting um chased to a degree by some attack dog and then it was because of that that it came to my mind, okay, how do I want to react in that position? Like, so, you know, attack, some attack dogs came at my car and they started like biting the tires and stuff. And then, so I just drove away, right? But then it caused me to think about what happens when I'm out of my car and attack dogs come at me? What do I do? What should I do? Um, and so because of this instance that I just got presented with, um, it made me think about dogs and made me think, how do I handle a dog? How do I wrestle a dog? How do I do this? And so I'm running through it mentally after, after it's already happened. I'm running through it mentally, right? And then later on, um, a couple of months later, all of a sudden, um, I'm out of my car and two attack dogs charge at me. And I remember in that instant, I just naturally reacted based on the thoughts that I had um, prior based on the little mental training that I had, uh, which was, <laughs> I realized that dogs listen to commands because dogs are trained by commands. So as soon as they started to charge, they got close. I just yelled at them and said, no, sit, <laughs> bad dog, you know? And mm -hmm. both of them cowered in fear, tucked their tails and sat on the ground. And they were attack dogs trained to attack. Because I was on property that, you know, wasn't mine. And so, uh, but they listened because they were trained to do that. And I had trained myself to do that just by thinking about it. After 
I had already been through a situation similar. So um, it's important to recollect off of your thoughts. Um, and so don't be too afraid of taking an action and then regretting it later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's what teaches us. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of taking an action and regretting it later. Because we all, that's honestly the best way to learn. So if you're afraid, like, oh no, what if, what if I, you know, just slip up and say something bad or whatever, then oh well. Oh well, now you can learn from it and you can get mm-hmm. better. You can get stronger. Yeah. Um, it's better to take an action a lot of times and then learn from it later than to be just, than to not take any action at all and not learn anything, you know? Um, right. That's a lot of times what happens to uh, people who, who think a lot like me and Joe, um, you know, something will come, come an opportunity or maybe uh, whatever it is, maybe just someone coming at our face or whatever. And we just choose to sit there. And because we chose to sit there, we didn't take any action at all, or, you know, and then we never learned anything because we never went through the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whether, whether the experience would have been us doing something bad or good, we don't know. You know, we just didn't choose, we just chose not to act at all. <laughs> And so right. we didn't learn anything. We didn't prove anything. We didn't increase anybody's existence uh, in that way. So um, don't be right. afraid to don't be afraid to mess things up. We all mess things up. That's okay, do. Akil. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to mess things up. That's what business. A lot of business, great businessmen do. They just mess things up until they get somewhere that's great. Um, a great so, example. Yeah. A great example of that that we're talking about right now is a is a gentleman named Steve Nichols. He's he's actually on staff here at BSS, and you're probably going to get to hear a lot more of his stuff in the near future mm. um, as he moves forward. But I tell you, that's he <clears throat> he's that type of person where he he takes mm-hmm. action immediately, and it shows. I've known the guy for almost 15 years now. And ever since I've known him, he finds his way to the top of whatever game he is playing very quickly, like in a matter of months. He will, he will, he will go from getting started in something to the best at it, or at least the highest levels in a very short period of time. And it's because of that, what Ryan was just explaining, he takes action he analyzes mistakes, but he doesn't take too long to sit there and think about it before he takes action again. And he just takes action after action after action after action and makes small adjustments in between to get to the point where he's now, oh, now it's all clicking. Uh, the, his, and I don't his think he's latest... afraid of messing it up because we all do. You oh, take an action yeah. and it's wrong and you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't what I need to do. Let me try this thing. You know, And that's just how it is. So if you react to something, someone calls you an idiot and you react terribly, then that's normal. You just be like, oh, well, that was the wrong response. I'll try this time. You yep. know? Yeah, you know, he doesn't that's spend a lot of time is. thinking about his mistake and like, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He's just like, nope, I messed up. Big deal. Let's go try again. Try yeah. again. Try again. Try again. Try again. And, and I, ca- I catch myself getting caught in that loop of like, oh, no, I messed up. Oh, no, I messed up. Oh, man, that felt so bad the way I messed up. Oh, man. And that feeling of messing up is just, just terrible. And when when I felt that feeling, it just made me feel even worse because now I feel like I feel it's just terrible. Everything's yeah. terrible. <laughs> like, and now I'm not even I'm doing, doing anything about it. Now I'm just sitting here thinking about it, and that's terrible. And that's terrible. And- <laughs> Why am I doing this? You know? Oh I'm my not gosh! Do anything about it? Not terrible. Like all yeah. terrible all over the place. Just yeah, yeah. So don't it's- do that. 
<laughs> That's right. So yeah, Akil, wow, thank you. That that was that was a tremendous mm-hmm. thing to share. And yes, uh, Haley, that's true. Uh, the best people will love you with all your mistakes. Absolutely. That's how we all should be, really. Mm-hmm. We should we should love unconditionally. <laughs> I'm getting bullied. <laughs> yeah, Akil, you you think about your thoughts. You think about a lot of things. Uh, you think about your thoughts. That's good. Um, anyways. And that's good, but it shows me that you are probably probably like us. You think about stuff a lot, and you contemplate, uh, and you and you don't take action a whole lot. Um, well, that's what it could be your personality. If that is, then you know where you need to improve, and it's okay to react. Just understand that it's okay to make a reaction and it be the wrong one, or because sometimes it can be the right one. But if it's the wrong one, then oh well. Like, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. you made a mistake. Oh no, we all do that. So. We hope you've enjoyed this Don't Worry Wednesday discussion. All of these episodes from single questions to full programs will appear in the Don't Worry Wednesday section of our website, bss.studio. While you're there, check out all the great content ranging from music to games, chat, and uplifting discussions by our growing worldwide community. One out of two hosts even claim that these are some of the greatest people in the universe. And the other loves all of you unconditionally. Join the experience each week. Don't Worry Wednesdays regularly stream Wednesday evenings on YouTube. And don't be surprised if Ryan and Joe show up other times of the week. So be sure to subscribe and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the live streams. But you can always get your dose of insight with these handy podcasts, a Black Static and Swerve production.